Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Austin Armstrong is the host of Business Talk, a marketing podcast that highlights real business owners and entrepreneurs that are leveraging TikTok to grow their business and generate income. He owns the marketing agency Social T Pro and on TikTok at Social T Pro has over 331,000 followers. Welcome to Tool for TikTok, Austin. Dina, Melissa, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yeah, we're so excited. We always love having other TikTok podcasts on our show. We're in the same universe, so it's great. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love your show. I love the uh, the song at the beginning as well. <laughs> Thank you. That's our very low budget, uh, very poorly sung. <laughs> it's great. So, it's great. Thank you. So we'll start off. What is your background and what has your TikTok journey been? Yeah, so my background really is digital marketing. I've been doing social media marketing uh, for more than half my life at this point. Uh, ever since uh, I got started on MySpace, uh, as uh, that's going to date myself, but back at, uh, when I was 14 years old, I uh, got bit by that bug of doing social media marketing on there, promoting different uh, brands and businesses and lead gen stuff. And I sort of never stopped. Worked uh, in agency life um, and um, May first. So in three days will be uh, three years uh, since I started my own company, my digital marketing agency uh, as well. So I've yeah. seen these platforms come and grow, uh, come and go. I've seen the trends along the way. And my journey on TikTok has, has been phenomenal. Uh, I'll keep it fairly brief. Um, we can expand if, if needed, but um, I started uh, in, I think, October of 2019. So I have been on the platform for a good amount of time. I'm not the earliest, but you know, not I'm not new to the platform either. I've been on it for a little bit, and uh, I I really wanted to see if I could use it as a tool to to grow my business and and scale. And about a year and a half ago, I was full time as a digital marketing director for a drug and alcohol treatment center, and my agency was a very much side hustle part time thing that I was growing on the side. I was let go from that company. COVID, politics, whole nine yards type stuff. And I was in that, I had that um, crossroads of, do I try and get a job? We're in the pandemic right now. Or do I bet on myself, go all in on my side hustle, see what I'm made of and, and see if I can make this work. And even more so, I decided to go all in on TikTok for some reason. Uh, and it really worked. And, uh, and here we are today. It's been quite the journey. Wow. That's such an inspiring story. What specifically about TikTok do you love? I, I love that it's raw. It's um, it's not as you don't need to be as polished as on a platform like like Instagram. I mean, I have three hundred something thousand followers, and it's literally me just holding the the selfie camera up on my phone, recording something on my computer screen, and then like coming back to selfie mode. I can just crank out content all day. I don't. It's not highly produced. It's not highly edited. I can just uh, provide value over and over and over again, and it works. It just works on the platform right now. So I, I love it. I love how authentic it feels. I love the community pockets on their marketing talk, business talk, XYZ talk for, you know, teacher talk, any, any 
individual pocket uh, of community on there, everyone really seems to uh, nurture and help each other out. It's it's not a competitive environment. Everybody really helps each other out, duets videos, does dual live streams together, comments on each other's posts, refers business to each other. I just love the community so much. We have found the exact same thing. That's why like, you know, we were joking from the start, we're too old for TikTok, but really very quickly we found our community and we were like, mm -hmm. no, we don't, we don't actually feel too old. We feel like we fit in perfectly with a lot of mm. these weird sides of TikTok. Did you go into it posting the kind of videos you post now? Or was there a journey to figure out like what formats work, what type of content works? Oh, definitely a journey. Uh, the first like three, four months on the platform uh, were, were just, uh, I don't know if I can swear on the show, but just <laughs> yeah, a, 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 crap, a, a shit show. Yeah. If you like. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know what the, what the hell I was doing. Um, I was messing around with with some trends here and there and i was providing some business tips and trying funny stuff and and i, I had no idea what i was got doing there's no strategy involved they're still really learning the platform and, and whatnot and and i had um uh I, I don't know if you know rachel peterson great TikTok marketer she's awesome uh, i i watched a webinar of, of hers and she really changed my mindset on the platform as a business owner and i just at that point, I think I had gotten like 300 followers and more than half of them came from like a follow for follow thing. So they weren't even real followers anyway. And so I just had this epiphany. I'm like, why am I on this platform? What do I want to get out of this? And so I decided, you know, I'm just going to dedicate the next 30 days. I'm only going to talk about business tips, digital marketing tips and advice and see what happens. And very quickly, that's when it started to, to, to pick up and, uh, and gain a lot of momentum. Um, and that's what I've continued to do ever since. It's just really keep it specific to digital marketing and, and helping uh, small business owners. That's like, it's like simple advice, but at the same time, like it just hits so hard. It's one of those things that like, yeah, until you say it back, it's like, oh yeah, I have to realize what I want to do in order to make content that, that has a purpose. That's mm -hmm. awesome. How did you come up with then the business talk podcast idea? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of um, I so I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. I'm connected with a lot of business owners on TikTok that are just absolutely crushing it. Uh, a, a little maybe selfish of me is I wanted to learn what they're doing for their business, uh, just get a little bit behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought it would be really valuable. I wanted to start a, a podcast to overcome the misconceptions about TikTok for business owners because there's still uh, a big pushback from older demographics, corporate entities, um, a lot of businesses that say, no, my my demographics not on that platform there it's still only 12 year 12 year olds right. on there and dancing kids and, and stuff like that so i wanted to create sort of a tactical podcast of interviewing real business owners and get the the know-how and exact funnels and and strategies of how they're leveraging tiktok uh to actually grow and, and scale their business uh, and i thought i was in a pretty good position to do so because i i did it for my own business and i wanted to hear what other business owners were doing uh, as, as well and see what similarities there were, see what differences there were and just collaborate with other business owners. Yeah, it's interesting you say you got pushback from some businesses in the beginning because I feel like 
even if it's a singer or a comedian or any type of artist besides a business, there's no reason not to be on TikTok. So I think everyone's sick of me saying like or asking if they're on TikTok because if anything requires an audience or sales, TikTok's a no-brainer. And you know, the fact that you kind of hit that on the head and hit that market, small businesses are, you know, it would be super useful to listen to your podcast and and grow an audience on TikTok. I always never understood the rub that people had with just post a video, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You get zero views. That's okay. Post another one and try again. Yeah. I think there's just like a lot of resistance to new platforms in general. Um, you know, from a business owner perspective, it's another platform that I have to create content on, right? Like a lot of business owners are not inherently social media people. And and I get that they're dedicated to, to their passion, what they were put on this earth to do and, and, and run that business and, and help people out in, in, in whatever it is that they do. And they already, everybody's been telling them for a decade, they got to post on YouTube, they got to post on Facebook, they got to post on, on Instagram, they probably uh, got to post on uh, LinkedIn, on, on Snapchat, on Twitter, on Google business, you know, there's all of these platforms out there. Now there's another one, mm-hmm. TikTok comes out and, you know, uh, this has already fizzled out, but um, Clubhouse was, uh, was six months ago. There's always, there's always a new thing. What do you jump in on? So I, I, yeah, that was a big part of it. I wanted to demystify that. And I still, every single get, uh, every single day, get these, get this pushback when I do a a podcast interview or, or do like a a virtual talk or even an in-person talk of, um, uh, business owners in different industries that they just, they don't get it yet. They don't get it yet, but it is the biggest opportunity there's ever been, in my opinion, from a social media landscape uh, to, to grow your business and scale, like the viral nature and how quickly a business can go from wherever you're at today to 10x has never been easier than than leveraging a TikTok strategy. It's just phenomenal right now. Yeah, absolutely. You had an episode with two plumbers who grew their business astronomically. So you think about the plumbing industry, you don't think about watching videos or, or growing your mm-hmm. business that way. Do you have any other examples of people growing their businesses? Yeah, so so many. I mean, um, uh, I'll highlight a couple of our clients real quick, but there were so many great guests on the podcast too. But um, I work a lot in the behavioral health space. So I work with uh, drug and alcohol treatment centers. I work with uh, therapists, uh, interventionists. And so we're working with one um, uh, drug and alcohol treatment doctor. He's an addiction specialist. He's got about 200,000 followers on TikTok right now. And he just talks about uh, medical terminologies and what this specific drug is like and what it's like to withdraw from this drug and how you can get addiction help. Um, and the therapist is at like 97,000 followers. And we just ask him questions, you know, what, how do you, what are the signs that you're in a relationship with a narcissist? What are ways that a narcissist will abuse you uh, physically or, or financially? And these are inherently topics that you wouldn't think would do great on TikTok, but they do very well. Uh, another quick example is we have a, um, uh, a podiatrist client, a, a foot doctor, and uh, maybe this is a, a little gross, but she she does a lot of educational videos on on how to keep your feet from getting infected and all sorts of stuff. So you don't need to see a podiatrist in the first place. But we do what we figured out with her is that for some odd reason, like oddly satisfying videos, like ingrown toenail removal videos go viral like crazy. <laughs> so 
We have one that just hit 5 million views for her. Wow. It's just her performing an ingrown toenail procedure, but it's getting her clients. All of these examples are actually getting the phone to ring, getting uh, form fills on their website and actually growing their business. And these are service-based businesses as well. These are not on, these are not e-com online products. These are, you need to be in a certain location in order to see this person. That is just so powerful to me. Um, I, there's so many examples of, of this that even, even aren't my clients that are just doing tremendous work, uh, leveraging TikTok to to talk about their their business but educate and i think education is the most important part uh, of this because when somebody knows you when they like you and when they trust you ultimately they're going to contact you and and buy from you well i'm going to need that podiatrist's account um <laughs> i have we like have like we've spoken about it on the podcast i have like a really fucked up toenail two <laughs> fucked up toenails <laughs> um and like (laughs) thank you i would love that content and yeah no it's but it's crazy you're saying like i i'm really interested to hear from you like how these service local businesses like yeah that's what i am always curious because sometimes you know i've seen on my for you page a lawyer's office is, you know, getting mm-hmm. in on a trend. And I think, oh, that's really cute. Sometimes I even go to their page. I want to check out more. But it's like, they're in Arizona, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to, you know, use them for anything. And I, it does make me think sometimes, like, how useful is TikTok for these types of businesses? So it's really interesting for you to to say, like, it's, it's working, you know? Like, it does work. Yeah, so it's... It- it can be a little bit of a shotgun approach. Naturally, you want to reach uh, as, as many people as, as possible, but the TikTok algorithm is what makes it so special. It's literally engineered to be addicting, yeah. but it does such a fantastic job of serving you co- local content. So I'm in, I'm in Washington, D.C. area. I'm in Alexandria, Virginia specifically, and it knows that. It, it yeah. tracks my location or whatever it does. So I get food videos all the time mm-hmm. of uh, amazing restaurants with pizza, with the most insane cheese pulls yeah. because they know me better than I know myself. <laughs> like, yes, I need that so badly. <laughs> but making it really clear. Uh, so, so one thing that we do on all these profiles is we, so I come from an SEO background. So I, I um, optimize everything for search and I consider TikTok and Instagram and YouTube search engines, not just Google. So what we'll do is is their display name on the profile, not just the username, the actual display name. We'll put like Orange County, California therapist or um, California uh, drug rehab center, things along the lines of that. So it's really specific. So if somebody's typing in Orange County therapist, California therapist, anything along those lines, that's an, and they click on the accounts tab, that account is going to come up. Same thing with the, uh, the bio, uh, the first line, Orange County, California therapist. And then we use, sometimes we'll use location specific hashtags, uh, as well. So hashtag California, hashtag Orange County, hashtag Orange County be like, you know, funny things like that. And it, it just does, it does great. I mean, make it really well known. Like we just started working with a lawyer as well. He's based in Michigan. And so we're copying some of those, uh, we're modeling, not copying, uh, other famous lawyers on TikTok, Law by Mike, You Go Lord, two that you might um, have come across before. 
Hugo Lord is that uh, like uh, a lawyer reacts and it'll be a, um, a car accident on screen. And then he'll come on and say, who's liable? Is it the, um, and we take that, that, uh, that trend, if you will, or that uh, style of video and we apply it to the state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. So who would be liable in the state of Michigan if this were to, uh, to happen? Um, so that's how we make it really ultra specific as well. This is like mind blowing. How, like how much, I mean, I'm just curious. I work in marketing too. And I've, I do like SEO stuff. Like how much time are you putting into? Because yeah, it's like, especially if these are local businesses. So you have mm -hmm. to get on to like lawyer talk. So first you have to see what's, and then you have to, yeah, like understand Michigan laws. Like what is that whole process like for you on the strategy side to come up with different stuff for each client? So fortunately, I'm not a one-man show. I have an amazing team uh, behind me that helps out with a lot of this stuff too. Uh, but it all starts, we have a, an onboarding process where we really clearly outline their buyer persona, all the services that they offer, um, all of the reasons why someone would contact them for help, um, or the, the pain points, uh, really get into the nitty gritty so I can best understand. And then um, I just do a ton of uh, competitor research, top video research, hashtag research, and SEO research as well. To be honest with you, we don't do a whole lot of trends. They're great. It's like adding fuel on the fire, but I don't think it's necessary for a location, a, a local service-based business to, to have a lot of success. It's just adding, adding value. So what we'll do is we'll outline a, a comprehensive content strategy. And I... I don't me memorize Michigan law or anything like that. <laughs> I'll come up with frequently asked questions, uh, really good hooks uh, for videos, uh, examples of, of other videos that we could model, uh, stitch or, or duet um, as well. And then I leave the, the meat and potatoes of that video to the actual client so they can fill in. I don't pretend to be that expert. We just take the best practices that we see on TikTok and sort of spin it for their expertise and their uh, location. What I love is that you practice what you preach because you have this amazing TikTok following and you do this in real life and not everyone could say that. And I really, I, I've spent a lot of time going through your TikTok videos and some of my favorites have been useful websites and you give a whole breakdown of useful websites. So how did you come up with that idea? And then can you give us some useful websites or your favorite one? Sure. Yeah. So um, thank you for that, by the way. That was a big part of why I started this agency in the first place is nothing against any other agency out there, but I saw so many agencies that were solely relying on paid ad spend for uh, client acquisition. Um, as a social media person and as, as an SEO, that didn't make sense to me. I, I thought, you know, if I could master this stuff for myself um, and build that that uh, inbound uh, organic traffic, um, you're gonna they're gonna trust me more than some of these other agencies that they just saw an ad for, but they have zero marketing for themselves. Right. Like you know, just me personally, who are you gonna hire as a as a TikTok expert? Somebody that literally doesn't even have a TikTok account, or somebody that has like 50 followers, or are you gonna hire the TikTok agency that has 300,000 followers? You know, that was just my makes sense. <laughs> my, uh, yeah. Um, I digress. So the useful websites thing, I've been doing digital marketing for 17 years. Uh, I just have 
uh, and I'm an ADHD entrepreneur. I have just a million thought processes going in a million different directions at any given time. Uh, I just use a lot of websites. I've used a ton of websites in the past. Now I even research more websites. But I saw it was a little bit of a, of a trend and I thought it was really interesting as well. And it's, it's a top of the funnel um, approach for me as well. So I, I approach content creation in three different ways. Top of the funnel of who it, at the broadest level um, can I bring in to my ecosystem that would be interested in the services that we offer. So I typically talk about useful websites that would be beneficial to entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, so that's step one. And then step two is nurturing content and then converting oriented content. But those those websites is a great way to grow the account for me, to reach a lot of people. And it's a great business model for me as well. I, a lot of them are, are paid advertisements. Uh, so I do a lot of brand deals right on TikTok as well. It's a fantastic way that, um, that we drive a lot of extra revenue through just um, straight out brand deals, but affiliate marketing uh, through TikTok as well. Um, worked with some incredible brands and I, I just love doing it. And it's, it's a good amount of money for not a lot of work. But I, for some favorite websites, I mean, from the SEO, uh, what, um, uh, give me something to hone in on because I've got a million websites in mind, like uh, marketing websites, SEO websites, graphic design tools. What do you think would be most helpful for the audience? You know what? Let's do graphic design. I feel like that's such a specific thing. And it's like people think, oh, if I don't, if I ha aren't like graphic design certified, I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. But I love you recommended things that are like, no, anyone could do this. So let's go with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the obvious choice for me is Canva. I, I love Canva. I actually have a, um, a side hustle TikTok account where it's just Canva tips and tutorials. Uh, so super, <laughs> super fun. I think it's cleanup.pictures, uh, which is a great in-browser tool that if there's like a, uh, a person in the background or a trash can in the background or something like that, it's a free tool. You just upload your image and just kind of highlight on that thing in the background and it'll automatically remove it and you can download that file. And then remove.bg is another fantastic tool where you can upload, like if I took a, a screenshot of this right now and I uploaded that into remove.bg, it would remove the backgrounds from us. So it, it would just isolate us as people. So, cool. so you can use those as like YouTube thumbnails or on a um, promo poster or anything that oh you want to want to use it for. So those are uh, those are a couple a couple ones. Oh my God. I should say when I was talking about our quote listeners, I was actually talking about myself. So I'm like super excited to use all of these. Um, yeah, I always feel like, like I'm always so in awe of designers and I'm just like, how the hell did you do any of this? But it it's is hard. like listening to like your advice. I'm like, oh, there are websites like, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can. What I love is you said that your some of your TikTok videos are paid sponsorships or paid advertisements and I watching usually don't know, which is a testament to how good your videos are because that's, I feel like that's what the goal is, is you just want to be watching educational content and not be fed ads all the time. So can you talk a little bit more about your revenue streams and how that works on mm -hmm. TikTok? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
just to add on to what you just said there, uh, TikTok themselves say um, through their ad platform, make TikToks, not ads. And I absolutely love that because that's the nature and the culture of, of TikTok. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants an infomercial. They, they want value. <laughs> so yeah. if you can provide value, that's really important. Now, a uh, quick disclaimer, like when I put uh, a video out and when anybody puts a sponsored video out, if that is a paid ad, you got to put hashtag ad right. in there. And then like in your bio, if you're using like a Linktree or Beacons or Stan or any of these other tools out there, have a disclaimer in there that some of these links may be uh, sponsored or or promoted. Um, that's a just a legal tip so you don't get in any hot water <laughs> down the road if you, if you do this. Um, okay, so monetization avenues. So uh, my number one monetization avenue is client acquisition. Doing hard sales for for our agency uh, from time to time. Uh, I have a um, so I use Beacon, so I have like a, a link expander tool in my bio, and that's where ninety nine percent of my business comes in from. They click on that link in my bio. There's a Calendly link in there where they can schedule a fifteen minute call with me, and then I sell them on that call. Um, and Calendly has pre qualifying questions on there. So that um, we're not wasting anybody's time if they can afford us, if they can't afford us, if they're just not in that position right now. Uh, I'd love to help them. Can't help everybody. I wish I could. Uh, and that is entirely automated. If anybody doesn't know Calendly, that's another amazing website that's yeah. just going to save you so much time. It like automatically syncs to your calendar, automatically creates a Zoom event. All you got to do is just show up on time and look at your notes and you're good to go. Uh, so I love that. Um, yeah, paid, uh, paid sponsorships. So uh, videos that'll go up uh, on my TikTok, on my Instagram, and all my other social media accounts, uh, affiliate marketing uh, as well. So uh, I sometimes if I just want to sign up, so like Canva, for instance, I'm an affiliate for through that other account. So anybody that clicks on that link and signs up for a paid tool, uh, I get a commission, uh, a percentage uh, of that commission uh, sale, affiliate marketing. Uh, UGC. So sometimes uh, a brand wants content for their brand. They don't want it put up on, on my accounts. So they just want my face, me being uh, comfortable creating videos that do well on TikTok. They want to use that for their accounts. Uh, that's another monetization avenue. Uh, I do hourly consulting uh, link specifically for that. That's another Calendly link that I have in there. I have digital downloads, so I sell um, a, uh, a Google My Business Secrets ebook, and then I have uh, two uh, video courses that I sell directly through TikTok as well. I'm not in the Creator Fund anymore because I think it's just trash, yeah. to be mm -hmm. honest. Sorry, sorry TikTok, you that. Those are the ones that come top of mind. I'm sure there's some other little ones here and there, but those are the those are the big ones. That's great. Yeah, I, I was uh, one of my accounts is in the creator fund. I think I made like six dollars or <laughs> something like exactly what you said. Yeah, it's just not worth yeah, it. Yeah, TikTok is getting a lot of um, blowback from it as well. So what do you see from that? Do you see people jumping ship at any point because of that? Or I think they're they're hopefully working on on ways to better compensate creators because in in app directly from TikTok, there's, um, as far as ways to compensate the creator, there's the creator fund. There's uh, when you hit 100,000 followers or you're specifically invited, there's the creator marketplace where brands can connect with, uh, with creators um, and do brand deals. There's um, uh, live stream gifts and there's, 
I think there's a, a specific threshold to unlock this, but there's a gifts uh, functionality on on your page as well, uh, where people can donate, like give you tips and, and whatnot. And there might be a couple other ways, but really none of them are good. Uh, none of them are really going to make you significant uh, amount of money. For instance, just to give you full transparency and, and closure, I think I had gotten 20 million views and, and they had given me like $600, uh, which is, you know, compared to you, like if that was on YouTube, that would be tens of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And there's anecdotal evidence and people, you know, have, have said forever that if you are in that creator fund, it sort of stipends your views a little bit mm -hmm. because it's a fund and... I kind of had noticed that a little bit. And, and for me, that was never my main monetization goal anyway. So I didn't want to take that risk to make 10 cents a day. Right. Um, that, that made zero, uh, zero sense to me. So I think they're working on expanding the attention span on the platform, incorporating uh, three minute long videos, 10 minute long videos to increase that attention span so that they can incorporate more ad breaks into a 10 minute video, shoppable features. Uh, so like the Chinese version of the app has shoppable features directly in there. So you could, they can like link to products and stuff. So I think they're going to be working on more features like this and more opportunities for creators to make money because people are jumping ship. I, so many of these creators are, are leveraging TikTok growth but they're siphoning them over and starting YouTube channels because YouTube pays way more money. Uh, and if you if you have a couple million followers on on TikTok, you're still really not likely making that much money uh, unless you you're working on brand deals and, and stuff like that. But directly from TikTok, you're not making that much money. So it makes sense for them to just pull everybody over to YouTube. You'll you'll hit that monetization uh, threshold on YouTube super fast uh, with that many followers, uh, and you'll you'll immediately start to make way more money on on a platform like youtube so i think they are they really should otherwise people are gonna you know not not see the the benefits of of just being a creator on it it's different from a creator perspective and a business uh perspective those are some thoughts though i'm like so in awe of how in depth, you know, the social media landscape, like you talked about YouTube a lot. And I love your we're like similar age too. you spoke about MySpace. So like, we have seen, <laughs> we've seen social media, we see, we saw the birth of it. You know, I remember yeah. when Facebook was just yep. college kids. So I'm really curious to hear from you, like, what do you notice are some of the major differences between the biggest platforms right now and which ones work for certain businesses or creators and why, but also like, if you notice any through lines, like even from like the MySpace era, like, is there something you notice that each successful social media platform has had and maybe each creator on each platform has had too? Mm. Great questions. So I, I, I think, in general, if you're providing value and, and value that works on any given platform, you, you're going to succeed. If you think less about yourself and more about who you're trying to reach, that's always a, a recipe for success. Now, I think we're in a, a, a strange little bubble in time in the social media landscape right now where a TikTok first strategy will work for you across the board if you're repurposing videos because 
YouTube rolled out shorts, mm -hmm. Instagram has reels, uh, Pinterest idea pins are, are out now. Um, every single platform, uh, Facebook reels are out now as well. Every single platform uh, supports vertical video uh, and short form vertical video. So having that approach in mind, uh, creating 60 second or less vertical videos that are really genuinely valuable for your audience, not making it TikTok specific. So not opening your video up by saying, hi, TikTok, right. you know, just providing straight up value will work for you uh, across the board right now. As far as content that works versus doesn't work. So like my content works really well on TikTok and Instagram. It doesn't really work that well on, on YouTube shorts. Uh, cause I think YouTube shorts is really still in its infancy right now. And so like random viral esque videos, animal videos, mm. silly pranks and, and silly stuff like that. Uh, trends, um, do really well on YouTube shorts, but educational how to content is really not working on there. My videos do well from a, a transactional perspective on platforms like Twitter and, and LinkedIn, where they won't get the most amount of reach, but it's reaching the right people. So even if they're not, you know, liking it and, and commenting on it, they're still seeing it, they're still watching it. Um, and they will private private message you. Uh, on those on those platforms. It's a time management thing for for business owners as well. Um, from uh, so how do I want to put this? Um, it's, you know, where you put a lot of that time, if you don't have a, a staff member, you don't have an intern, you don't have a marketing department to do all of these things and repurpose across all of these social media platforms. It, it does it does take a lot of time to to put all of these up so i would say test a lot of these platforms see what is the easiest for you to create content consistently on because consistency is always the name of the game start with that and then expand on it um, and then your your second question of similarities from the myspace days up until today i think authenticity mm -hmm. um you know aside from like a specific like strategy being your authentic self, not trying to emulate somebody who you're not is always the recipe for success. Again, educating an audience. There's little, you know, things like stopping the scroll with a, with a powerful hook. This goes back to like, uh, Don Draper, uh, in Mad Men advertising, right? Like headlines, yeah. um, headlines, stop scrolls, newspaper headlines, tabloid magazine headlines. These are great examples of, of hooks. So I don't mean to, to digress too much, but like being your authentic self, being able to hook an audience in so they actually watch your video or, or, or start to watch your video, being your authentic self and providing them with as much value as you can and not asking for anything really in, in return, just giving them straight up value is gonna, it, it, it's not just what has worked from as, as long as advertising and, and marketing have been around, but it's going to continue to work no matter what platform comes next, because this is in our human DNA. Oh, I love that so much. I'm going to, I'm going to use Canva. No, I love it. I'm going to use Canva to like pull a lot of those quotes you just said. <laughs> so it'll all come full circle. <laughs> That's awesome. Good, good. What is your for you page look like as a, as a viewer of TikTok? Yeah, so it's a lot of marketing talk because uh, I interact with a lot of other marketers on the platform. Um, there's some creators that I love uh, as well, so I, I see a lot of 
some of my my favorite uh creators on there a shout out a couple like um uh i love pd usa so so incredible um there's this other guy baron baron something who's like it, it they're they're like films they're like yeah. um they're in, they're incredible. They're just there's plot lines, the the editing. He just puts so much time and effort into it. It's it's great. I mean, call me Chris uh, is is phenomenal uh, as well. Her little her little sketches where she's like the little girl with the little hand <laughs> is so is so funny. I, I love a lot of those creators. Um, quirky stuff sketches. I mean, um, Mark Tilbury is another great uh, educator. Uh, marketer and, and money management guy, a much older guy um, than you would think would thrive on the platform, but he's got a couple million. Uh, and then I love big brands that are doing really weird outside of the box stuff like uh, um, Ryan Air. Love Ryan Air. Oh, yes. I've seen that. all of their videos. Yeah, they're great. Oh, so good. Yeah. And uh, uh, what's the language? App? Duolingo. Um, oh, yeah. Duolingo. Yes. Two of the two of the perfect examples of just thinking yeah. outside of the box, leaning in, and having a, having a blast. So I that's a lot of what my for you page looks like. Awesome. So we're gonna go into the lightning round now. So we have five questions, okay. and whatever comes to your top of your mind, just let us know. First question: Are you too old for TikTok? No, nobody is too old for TikTok. Yes, we we agree. <laughs> what? has been your favorite trend or audio on TikTok? I um uh recently I the first one that comes to mind is I I love the um the the reading rainbow one where it's like a floating head flying through yeah. with the like algorithms in the background and you're explaining like trying to explain something to somebody. I, I that's the first one to come to mind. I thought that was hysterical. I love that one too. It. Yeah. What's the worst marketing or TikTok advice you've ever gotten? Worst advice that I've ever gotten. Um, that, I mean, this is so controversial about, about niching down. Um, I, I think it is important to at, at least pick a niche so that you can have a, a focus on your channel. I see some people that are like, no, you don't need to, to focus on a, a niche at all. And I, I sort of fundamentally disagree with that because I think focus and purpose are important for success and it keeps you honed in on why you're there in the first place. Yeah. yeah I love that. What is your number one piece of TikTok advice? Stay consistent. Keep learning. Just keep testing. Put out a ton of content. And lastly, where do you see the future of TikTok? World domination. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's going to be continue, it like continue to be uh, adopted in, until it becomes Facebook. I mean, that's just the nature of these things. It's going to, you know, there's still a lot of hesitancy, even though a third of the United States is on the platform mm -hmm. right now. Um, I think we're going to see even more mass adoption of it. I think it'll likely become the most used social media platform just because it's literally engineered to be addicting. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it will be even more mass adopted. It, it, we already see it in on television ads, billboards in, in airports and, and subways. We see vertical videos on television screens. It's, it's changed our 
world in every aspect. And I think it's only going to continue to get bigger. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. Cheers Are, to that. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that we missed that you'd like to cover? Make sure that you come over to my t- uh, my podcast business talk where I'm going to be interviewing Dina and Melissa uh, about their backgrounds and, and their story and their TikTok journey as well. Well, I can't wait to hear from you. Yeah, we can't wait. Yeah, I mean, my God, I could talk to you for another hour, but we'll leave it for your <laughs> podcast, I think. Sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, after all this, I'm sure all of our listeners want to know where they can find you, all your handles, that great stuff. Do you want to leave them with some some of all that, how people can find you, what you're working on? Yeah, my uh, username across the board is socialtpro. Anywhere on the internet, you'll find me with that username. Uh, and um, check out my podcast, Business Talk, T-O-K. Yay. Yeah, thank you so much. We are so excited to be on your podcast. And this has been such a great 40 minutes for us. Yeah, thank you. It, it flew by. It feels like we just started. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> Have a great rest of your day. You Thanks, too. Austin. Thanks you so too. much. <laughs>